0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash show.
1: What sort of madman would open up a brewery in Utah? Well, apparently people behind Uinta. But how can your brewery succeed under the restrictive hold of a 3.2 ABW? That's weird. Well, somehow they do that too. Why are they measuring ABV by weight? <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about that and how they got off the ground and continue to grow so that we can... Have a drink. <clears throat>
0: to have a drink, a show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
1: I'm Justin Fraser.
2: And I'm Christopher Walker.
1: So, I just had a terrible idea for something to do before a live show.
2: Okay. Oh,
1: no. Uh, like, with, like, people, like, next time we have, like, a drink-tacular or something. Get a to drink a whole beer before the cowbell comes in on the song.
0: Oh, jeez. Eh, you can do it, though. Yeah, you
1: can. I'm not, it, you can do it. I'm just saying, like, knowing how much we drink in an episode, especially with other people around, mm. it's a bad idea.
0: Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> any of those, mm-hmm. like, gamifying things we should not ever do. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It's a young man's game.
2: <laughs>
0: Seriously. Uh, As well, I've
2: discovered, I am not a young man anymore.
0: Well, on that note, uh, how is everyone?
3: <laughs>
1: Doing good. Doing um, good. Uh, we are. I am recording for the first time from... Uh, streaming for the first time from Casa de Bob yes,
0: 2.0. Yes. You're... The, the, the bougie? <laughs> God. No, it, but it's good. It you is, have more room, which is nice in there.
1: I, I do. And I if you can look over, you can just see uh, my my new liquor shelf that I have established. Yes. It's, it's, it's still growing. I got a whole bottom shelf I can fill up.
2: <laughs> got to go uh, get the uh, plastic jugs of old crow, old granddad. <laughs>
1: I'll just move what's on the middle shelf down as I get better stuff because the middle shelf is full of stuff like uh, the the whatever terrible absinthe I had.
0: Uh, see, now you, uh, you need to get like one of each thing, like because we we've at least experienced good things in a lot of categories now. Like, get some epsilon mm. tequila, and
1: that's that's uh, one of the things. Like, next time I get I go go out and see some of that. That gets going on that. I'm like, no, I'm gonna buy it now because that's that's a tequila I could drink.
0: I'm still intrigued about the one in the black bottle. I can't remember the name of it. Mm -hmm. yeah but still
1: still have not unpacked as you can tell from the stack of like those boxes over there are empty but i have no i I need to throw them out Hmm. or do something with them
3: Uh,
0: so there's there's, yeah we we understand that (laughs) and but
1: we're we're more or less moved in now we're yeah all of our stuff is here almost and there's just some cleaning to be done at the old place took Three magic erasers to clean all the marks off the walls.
2: I bet it got to the point where you're cleaning the marks off the walls, going, crap. Now there's a clean spot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, well, we're going to need more magic erasers because we've got to scrub the whole wall.
0: We're essentially repainting the wall with magic erasers. Uh, and then there's. I also had
1: to like re spackle. Uh, picked up the spackle I saw you guys had when you were moving out because mm. I went, oh, that's handy because that'll let me know when it's, when it's done. Yeah, the one uh, that
2: goes on pink and then dries white. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I I did a little bit of that before I before I left. I still have to go down there and do a little last last bit of vacuuming and try to uh, get rid of the last bit of stuff. Mm. Get our vacuum from there to over here so we can use it.
2: Don't kid yourself. Uh, by law, they have to. All paint. right, fine. I'll never use it. <laughs> <laughs> By law, they have to paint anyway when you move out, because I'm pretty sure that your apartments, given their age, were originally painted with lead-based paint. Uh,
1: well, our apartments are spackle-colored, so.
3: <laughs>
1: like, because as I put it <laughs> on there, it dried, and I went, yep, can't even tell. Don't have to do anything. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there is a, you guys would know because you've seen it, but there is a, a big, like, there's a crack down, like This weird blip where, like, the AC stuff gets housed,
3: mm. uh,
1: like a crack right where it meets the wall. Yeah, and there's a chunk that had fallen out, and I know roughly what the maintenance people are going to do to fix it, and so I just went ahead and spackled that over for them too, and went there. The others, you're welcome. I've saved you go... the ten minutes of work that you're going to do. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, most of my most of my week has been either cleaning up the old place or getting settled here in the new place. Uh, and paying rent for two different places for one month oh Ugh. fun,
2: see, we had that choice uh pay rent for two places for a month or be homeless for a couple of weeks. We chose to be homeless for a couple of weeks.
1: wasn't really an option for me, so yeah yeah. It, it's yeah. okay i could i can I can swing one it's just one of those like this week you know next couple of weeks I'm like let's just you know i I've stored up for for the lean times I can. <laughs>
0: We were, we were lucky that my sister was available and had space to be like, oh yeah, totally stay with us. We're like, yes. <laughs>
1: uh, but we've, uh, but yeah, that's that's been most of my time. Uh, plus checking out the new liquor barn I live very close to ah. and their, their massive selection of wine.
2: Well, look at your neighborhood. Uh, yeah. I'm not no, saying- It made sense. You no longer have to worry about Ambulances and fire trucks driving by, and scooter guy, you now have to worry about the sounds of the mobs of French peasants coming to oust all of you and have you beheaded.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to hear someone shout out, like, La
2: Petit Bourgeois,
0: let <laughs> right up against the wall. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Yes.
2: They've come for the Marks wine.
1: Ri- oh, God, Marx was right.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. So, um, on a completely. Not related note. Uh,
1: Everything is related to Marxism. You'll get there.
0: So we finally watched into the Spider Verse.
2: That's how. So anyone keeping track, that's how behind we are. Thanks to the baby. Um,
0: We bought it is the best part, and now it's even on Netflix.
2: (laughs) Bought it, and we didn't watch it until it was on Netflix. When I I turned to her and said, "Hey, guess what's on Netflix? We should probably watch it since you know we bought it."
0: We 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 watched our (laughs) bought version out of principle, but. Right, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we it, it, that was probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Just hands oh, it's down,
1: so good it is. It is the most comic booky movie you are ever going to see.
2: Yeah, it is so not even just like regular comic booky, not like standard like crossover like... event of the century <sighs> comic booky. It's like one of those things where they sold would have sold uh, you know ten different covers.
1: Oh, and it's got like – and it's just got like little touches, like like the way it's colored and the way like they try to make stuff like that's further back look like old printing problems used to have in comics from like the 60s and 70s. And it's – oh my god. I'm just and like the... – I, I I'm watching it every time going, oh, that's so good. And the Spidey oh, Sense so... thing, what they do. Mm-hmm. That's a little – yeah. Wow. And and by the way, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it – it's not Jake Johnson. That's not his name.
0: Oh, um, uh, yeah, actually.
1: Is that it? I thought that was a, a, a weird, it, like, it is, soft but, rock guy.
0: i have got to look it up now because I was like, that's weird. That's the same name as that dude. I'm, I'm looking it up. But
1: now. if there was ever someone that needed to voice Peter Parker, I feel like that's...
2: Yeah, it, it was dead on.
1: By the way, how would you feel about Chris Pine?
2: Oh, it was good.
0: All I, right. I, initially, I was like, is that is that Chris Pine?
1: <laughs> Were you listening
2: to it, going like, "Wait,
1: why is Chris Pine? He's not who I was told Spider Man was."
2: Yeah, you're like, "Wait, huh?" But that, uh, no, that's so. Somehow, a lot of these things I have managed to keep my head in a hole about. Again, Endgame has still not been spoiled for me. Yeah, that is not a trigger for everyone to try and spoil it for me. But I had not been spoiled on the finer points of Into the Spider Verse either. Like all I knew was what everyone knew. Yeah, there's uh, something's going to happen to cross over, and we get a whole bunch of Spider Man universes coalesced into this one.
1: You get you get uh, uh, Nick Cage uh, Noir Spider Man, just yeah. the
0: best. <laughs>
1: it's like, wait, how is his? How is his coat flowing? We're inside. There's no wind. Where I am, there's always wind.
0: <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. And the, with the Rubik's John Mulaney
1: <laughs> as Spider Ham.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it is Jake Johnson. Is the name of the guy from Peter Parker. Oh, God That's God. who was the uncle. I knew it. I knew that guy's voice. Okay. Oh wait. Uh, Mahershala Ali. Does uh, Uncle Aaron?
1: Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Jake Johnson again, because he was in a We Bare Bears episode, and I was...
0: Oh, okay.
1: The Little Bears episode. They're on an island. Anyway. Oh, okay.
0: uh, Oh, that guy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, But there's so much of that movie I love. I I love older Spider-Man, who's just broken down by life.
2: He's got a he's got a gut from pizza and mm-hmm. he's wearing sweatpants all the time because he's, he's got a little bit of
1: gray in his hair.
2: Cause he's like, you know, he's in his
1: late, you know, he's in his thirties and he's starting to age into his like,
2: yeah, oh. he's not taking care of himself. and I, I just love the sweatpants detail because a, he's getting fat and he's self-conscious about it. So he won't wear just the Spider-Man suit. He wears the Spider-Man mm-hmm. suit with a pair of sweatpants on over it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, like it, there's so much about that I like, uh, uh, the, you know, introducing everyone to to Spider Woman, or as she is known by fans, Spider Gwen.
0: Yeah. Oh, her costume was the bomb. Oh my god. Oh yeah.
1: No, it, when it was designed, it was one of the best new costumes anyone had seen in a long time.
0: And I, I don't, you know, I don't know that much about any of the alternate universes or whatever, so. The
1: Spider- like best new cost—it like it's up there, like in terms of new costumes, with like the Captain Marvel redesign costume, yeah, which is the movie costume that for the Captain Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, uh, hers and I didn't know anything about Penny Parker. Loved her mm-hmm. <laughs> and was like yep. genuinely sad when she was crying <laughs> at the end, and I was like,
1: no, yeah, like the like the, the, the super anime, like,
0: yeah.
1: Hey. Yeah. Uh, and oh god, I can go on for a while about. Yeah, about it, that, it but I, I love that movie so, so much, and it's, like, I was in, I watched that in theaters, and I was not expecting to be, like, near the end of that movie, going, no, oh, it's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, the, everyone was going on, like, about, oh, the, the Stan Lee cameo's really gonna get you in this one, and I was like, it didn't. What got me was the ending <laughs> tribute, where they just oh. bring the, the quote and the, you know, the mm-hmm. big Thank you so much to Stanley and Jack Kirby.
1: Why are you thanking Jack Kirby it for wasn't Jack Spider-Man? Just, like, Steve th- Ditko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditko. Why
2: does he Fucking. Because he it, almost he did everything, everything else, else was yeah.
1: was Kirby, but but <laughs> Spider-Man was yeah. Ditko. Yeah. Uh, so- now there was a. Uh, I do love the the Stanley cameo though because it's like like don't worry, it fits everyone. And, it's just, <laughs> and no, you're like, no refunds. oh, that's a touching moment. And you like, lean over, and it's just like, no refunds. And I'm Absolutely. like, oh, yes. Please, <laughs> undercut this. That, that that makes me happier. Because <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that kind of speaks volumes about Stan Lee. Yeah,
2: that and Miles. is <laughs> a very
1: nice guy, but at the same time, like... Prudent businessman.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, but that and the detail that Miles never zips up the costume in the back. Yeah. He goes the whole movie until he puts on the actual costume with mm-hmm. the uh, back of his cheap Spider-Man costume never being zipped up. It's I
1: kind of wish that he had over. kept that jacket and hoodie <laughs> thing for his mm. for his costume, though. Because I was like, that looks really good like that.
0: Yeah,
2: it did.
1: Like, uh. The, also, the, Aunt the May sh-
2: was a badass. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. he shells back Aunt up, up in like, what? spider cave.
1: <laughs> well, this is just pretentious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Aunt uh, May's
2: like sitting down there drinking, <laughs> waiting on him. Just took sitting you down there and like
1: what took you so long? You're <laughs> like, oh, okay, Aunt May. I, I love the touch because... Uh, this is different than, than Miles Morales' introduction into uh, – it's similar and different to Miles Morales' introduction uh, it, when he was created for the Ultimate Marvel comic book line. Uh, just quick background on that. Ultimate Marvel was like them trying to do like retelling Marvel's stuff, but it, you know today. And so you could get a young Peter Parker again and you wouldn't have to worry about because at the time he's married with mm. MJ. And this way you can have young whatever yeah. stories about him in high school. Uh, dealing with today's issues right Uh, and then they killed him Uh, sure and then Miles Morales gets created and uh, gets his powers in in similar-ish way to the movie like broad strokes the movie kind of hits the notes for that but there was no big crossover thing for it and he didn't have anyone to teach him how to do it but someone just gives him the costume I like in this one where he takes the old costume, but then just makes it his, which yeah. says a lot about how he's, you know, as Spider-Man. Like, yes, he's he's going to be doing this stuff, but he is going to be his own Spider-Man. So he's going to take what came before and make it.
0: And he's yeah. got his own little special, yeah. you know, stuff that he can do anyway. But mm-hmm. oh, Yeah. Yeah, it was
2: it was so good. I, uh... Great movie, and it's a visual feast. was just like, mm-hmm. Brittany was just looking like, oh, what would make, what are some moments from that that would make like a good screensaver or wallpaper and it's like any still frame from the movie. I already grabbed how, one of
0: the Spider Man.
1: <laughs> so here's my question.
2: How did you react when you saw Doc Ock? Oh it was great. I knew that one because I know that character has existed before. Oh see I didn't know. And I was excited. I wasn't thinking it. about it when it happened so
1: I'm just like oh 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 that's cool.
2: <laughs> yeah that's, that's,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about it, so I was just like this is great.
2: I was actually, so I I already knew that we had her in it, but I was more excited when Kingpin came in, because I did not know Kingpin was the overall villain for Which they
0: drew, like, that was just great. I don't know.
1: He looked so so inhuman, and it made it make more sense that he was strong enough to go toe-to-toe with a guy who can lift a car. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was... It's such a good movie. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it was one of my. It was one of the things I was like super glad I went out to go watch. Uh,
0: yeah, that would have been crazy in theaters.
1: My roommate bought it and he was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this." I was like, "Oh yeah, I've already seen it. It's fine. Uh, you can enjoy it." And I'll and I, I I grabbed a beer and like the opening started and I was like, "Oh, I'll just watch a minute or so." And I sit down. Twenty minutes in the movie, I'm sitting there, we're laughing, and he looks at me and goes, "Weren't you not going to watch this?" Yeah, but get started, and here I am.
2: What, you've never seen The Hypocrite before? <laughs> yeah,
1: that would have been a, that'd been a good way to say that. Uh.
2: My
0: favorite thing, actually, the whole uh, for the whole thing, was the how they do the um, like origin story, basically, every time. Like, th- throw down the comic book, right. and it's like, all right, guys, Let me do this time. one more time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, that's, the, that's actually probably my favorite thing in the whole movie.
2: So, a uh, quick thing to hit on. So, uh, one thing that everyone was really hoping for when uh, mcu started because the whole mcu is loosely because it uh justin was talking about the ultimate universe and the ultimates is loosely what this whole mcu is based on
1: uh ish, ish. it's it's like, taking the best parts of it and the best parts of the 616 the standard yeah. marvel universe which by the way is the universe that the peter parker that you experienced throughout the whole thing the 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 older Peter Parker that we love oh, uh, is is six one six oh, okay. and so I saw that and I'm like
0: mm,
1: oh also Miles's cell phone is filled with Spider Man creators
0: oh nice <laughs>
1: like that's a thing that I noticed I'm like there's Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli the people who created uh, Peter Parker let's not let's not just inundate people with weird facts that I can catch in the background I did not uh,
2: anyway. realize Fat Spider Man was six one six that makes it even better yeah. But yeah, that's what I love. Is like a lot of us were hoping that Miles Morales. When we heard originally they were, were going to be introducing Spider-Man into the MCU, is that it was going to be Miles. But mm-hmm. clearly, that is not the path they chose, and it's still amazing.
1: Hmm. S- yeah. Still time.
2: Yeah, that's I mean exactly what I was thinking before. That's again, haven't seen Endgame. I, I Far I know, from Home, which is out now too. I say I know there's another. Far Spider-Man from Home movie.
1: is not out. It comes out next week, I think.
0: Oh. <clears throat> I guess they've got, like, reviews. Either way,
1: that's whenever. Yeah, they, they would... did, like, a, uh, whatever. But it comes out uh, the second.
2: Okay. Uh, anyway, in Infinity War, everyone was like, if they won't kill him off, will they? I was like, I mean, it's not like they don't have a stable of more spider man waiting. And they have one that people are demanding.
1: <laughs> oh, man, sorry. Now I'm thinking of like, they, think they won't kill him off, will they? Clones. <laughs> that that would be the huevos of of Marvel Studios to look at Spider-Man and go no we could do the clones better and i was like look no one can do them good at all don't do this no don't
2: don't all right um, speaking of not doing things better i think we th- there's just no hope anymore for for the movie draft no one stands a chance so so let's just let's just hear this
3: Welcome to your movie draft minute presented by Diamond Club TV for the week of June twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. I'm your host, Big Voice Jay. Pro tip: If you jumped off the bridge in Paris, you'd be insane. Let's go to the scoreboard. Team Game Nights in last place with two hundred six point eight million
1: dollars. Team Drunk Kids Gaming is in fifth place with two hundred thirty eight point four million dollars. Team The Bod Squad gets six million from yesterday and fourth place with two hundred sixty five point three million dollars. Team Richard Misery is in third place with $552.8 million. Team Ever Drink is in second place with $773.5 million. And in first place with $1,226.3 million, it's Team
3: Movie Party. That's your stream Team Movie Draft Minute. All told are right a as of June 29,
2: 2019.
0: Just... I am amazed that we're still in second.
2: <laughs> disgusting. I had so... to a comment to... Uh... Movie party, and I was like, "Congratulations for what's going to be the the like largest spread victory hmm. in the history of the draft." With you know, Endgame coming back out, and then I think I linked a, the GIF from uh, Goodfellas of them like kicking the dude to death.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Ritual Misery is roughly two hundred million behind us.
2: They could catch us.
1: Uh, they have Far From Home.
2: Oh, they will catch us. They yeah. will catch
1: us. So
2: third, third place, place guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. We had we had some underperformers, and we we bought with our hearts, not with our heads.
1: Mm. I was really hoping to, uh, to, to Pikachu was going to hit harder. It, yeah,
2: it was. It looked like well, it was and it going was to. that was such a toss up. You know, it, you it, never Yeah, tell. it was.
1: It, it was one of those we gambled. We gambled and lost, and that's fine.
2: It's fine. Uh, we, we've proven proven ourselves for Winter Draft, which I'm already. Uh, getting my nose to the ground and trying to. There are a couple things we're already eyeing. Yep. yeah
1: I I, I have to get. I, I need to get a big bomber before we go down there. I have to be. I have to be good and sauced during the draft selection. That's the only way I can do this.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, speaking of being good and sauced, let's talk about Untapped. Get r- riggedy riggy, Rex.
1: All right first up and untapped is find the giant and at first i thought it said iron giant and i was like oh, <laughs> oh. so get ready to hashtag find the giant again this year as trogues exclusive double ipa makes its way across the northeast what makes it nimble so giant well it boils down to a simple formula of ingredients hops and process uh, ingredients people and process <laughs> I don't know why I started sliding into, like, 50s-era... Uh, well, was Brinnigan, but I was going to say, like, 50s-era, like, Pepperidge Farms. Yeah, that would be the... Yeah. Drogues remembers. <laughs> Drogues remembers. Whenever I start doing, like, reads that feel, like, very ad-like, I slowly slide into... Anyway, it starts in the hot... Okay, no, I think I need to read. It starts in the hot fields. <laughs> the Simcoe Notes and the creamsicle, creamsicle and Mango. Mosaics, Honeysuckle and Grapefruit. And Azaka's Pineapple. Back at the brewery, our scratch team comes up with an innovative hopping technique. We dubbed the hop cyclone to circulate those hop oils from the top to the bottom of our tanks, not missing one ounce of beer. We also found a small window during the fermentation to optimize our dry hopping. In the end it is a beautifully bold and simple giant it bold and nimble giant, ripe with gold notes of grapefruit, pineapple, and honeysuckle.
2: I think you're trying to get got a Morgan little Morgan Freeman. I got there. a little Morgan Freeman, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: starting in uh, June 24th to July 24th, 2019, check into one Trog's Nibble Giant and unlock uh, this year's Find the Giant badge. Uh, visit Trog's.com slash Nimble to find him near you.
0: This doesn't relate to that at all, but I was just going to say the Pepperidge Farm thing has to be the funniest thing for, to ever come from Family Guy. Oh. <laughs> when he's threatening them.
2: Like it's just it's just a threat because it's always referenceable. Maybe you buy yourself a pack of these distinctive Milano cookies. Maybe <laughs> this whole thing just goes away. <laughs> All right, <laughs> next badge is a bunch of badges. We've got a big core badge update, which I experienced when I was checking into this. Because remember, don't check into a, the next beer if you don't want retroactive badges. You have mm. to go in and uh, enable retroactive badges in your app setting. So uh, make sure if you want or do not want them, you have that toggled the way you want it. Because I checked in and suddenly I'm getting new badges going, what the hell just happened? So let's run down some of these that uh, you may get on accident. <laughs> so Pure Garden Bliss, five different venues with category of category of beer garden. And all these go to 100. Some of them, I don't know how they go to 100. <laughs> uh, Growl the Growler, five check-ins serving type of growler. Uh, Carl... carl the crowler five chickens serving type of crowler that's the ikea name yeah set the table five different beers to the style of table beer brew at the zoo i think i voted for this one for so long to become a core badge
0: now we have to go to the zoo
2: five different venues the category of zoo or aquarium oh beers of the world five different beers from breweries located in different states slash regions while brew traveler is for checking in beers while in different locations, this badge is for checking in I, beers. I from, feel like
1: blue traveler is one that I always kind of wanted.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, this is from breweries primarily located in that state or region. Oh, so okay. Breweries from a different state, so you just uh, don't have,
0: you don't have to be there physically.
2: Yeah, latitude for Latvia. Five sure. different beers from a brewery located in Latvia. Level to 100. Each level is five beers. 500 beers.
0: I mean, we don't know.
2: <laughs> Latvia can be, like, all about the beer. Latvia does not have 500 different... Would it be different? No. They don't have, have, have to be 500
1: different. beers in it.
2: Five not different, even different beers. Five. I just mean cans. Five different beers from a brewery located in Latvia. There are not 500 different beers in all of Latvia.
1: I mean, we're making assumptions. Yeah.
2: Baking in Balkan. Five different beers in one of the following countries. Albania, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Herzegovina, Serbia. North Macedonia, <coughs> Montenegro, and Kosovo. Level 2-100. Again. So,
1: I can't hear Kosovo, and it's as good to Bear of mind. Tragedies Kokomo. have happened
2: there. But my brain goes to
0: Kokomo. Yeah, that mind is immediately. I
1: want to go way down in Kosovo.
0: Said no one ever.
1: (sighs) And now I'm just thinking of like, Slobodan Milosevic and how tragic that is.
2: El Central, five different beers in Central American countries. And Bratwurst und Bier, five different venues, the category of German restaurant. Oh, that should be easy. Mm-hmm. And as always, cast your vote for the next core badges, so you can always find that. And let's see what they're looking at right now. Uh, leading the list is Himalayan Pride, five different beers from a brewery from India. Oh.
1: Pool party, check into beer at five different places, categorized as pool or
2: bathhouse. Oh, yeah, the bathhouse. Turkish bathhouse. Yeah. How they know mm-hmm. where I like to drink. Uh, Roman all in... The, all, okay, go ahead. Roman in Romania. Uh. Mm.
1: <laughs> all the meats. Check into a beer at five different venues with a category barbe- of barbecue. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. no, there it is. Turkish bath. Check <laughs> mm-hmm. into five different beers from a brewery from Turkey. Okay. <laughs> Pass the guac. Five different venues with the category of Mexican restaurant. Ooh.
1: Still don't have you don't know Brett.
2: Wake up and smell the coffee. Five different beers—the style of stout, coffee, or porter. Mm, we get that quick.
1: Mall rat check into a beer at five different locations categorized as shopping mall slash shopping plaza or located inside a shopping mall or shopping plaza.
2: All right, and so I'm, I'm going to vote real quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. No, it's the coffee one. Let's just face it. Yeah. We all knew what this was. Oh, I got to sign in. I'm not okay. signing in right now. All right. Forget that. Well,
0: next badge then. Uh, we have this is coming up really soon, too. Canada Day.
2: Canadia Day. Yay.
0: The cute badge. Uh, let's all raise a toast to the Great White North as they gear up to celebrate Canada Day. This holiday commemorates the anniversary of the unification of the three separate colonies of Canada, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick, into a single dominion called Canada. Check into any beer from a Canadian brewery on July 1st to July 2nd.
1: So, get a lot of Mulsons?
0: I was like, Canadian brewery. Hmm. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is Bat Blue.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: Well, you know what is the best? Our news show? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the best, but it is a good time. So, uh, Simply yeah, the best. We'd have another news, new news episode this week, which you can go and check out, where we were discussing. Uh, we'll do we have anything depressing this week? I feel like we usually have depressing things. Actually,
0: no. I don't think so. No,
2: it, it, it did seem to be all in the up and up uh, some legal cases. Yeah. Uh, ABM Bev buying up other companies, not craft beer companies this time. <sighs> uh, and. Actually uh good news for Tennessee getting called out on their legal BS. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna know more plus, about that? Check out Have a Drink News.
1: I was gonna say plus fire trucks. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah <laughs> a, 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 the best kind of fire trucks.
0: Turns out. Yeah. Little
2: little Jimmy gets to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> then no, that's that's what that was missing. So he converted the tank to to a cooler. Mm, it's like, no, should've. it should have just filled the tank and pressurized it with beer. Spoiler. You had to have trade-offs. Come on, I want to drink from the fire hose. Like a stream of beer so powerful it could take my head clean off my shoulders. <laughs> I'm um, willing
1: to take that risk.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, well, again, we have an actual topic to cover.
3: We're not that drunk! She she we're not that, drunk. Drunk. We're not we're not that drunk. drunk!
2: Look, if you're drinking in Utah, you're not gonna be that drunk. It's accurate. The
1: altitude the altitude could help though.
2: That's you gotta climb up into those mountains if you really wanna get drunk. It's the only way. <laughs> that or you gotta go get you gotta go get that crazy bok that they sell in the giant cans down at that place in town. Oh. I was
1: gonna say I've got the backpack for that the the, the hiking yeah. can backpack so like all right load up we climb.
2: In case you're wondering, what we're talking about it's uh, actually not a UN to beer, uh, the Devastator Doppelbach from
0: was it Epic or no, Wasatch?
2: It was Wasatch and Squatters. Everyone on that damn mountain was constantly like every bro was just like you got to go down there and get this thing. It comes in giant cans like Crowlers. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. It's just, it's a crowler. We know we've we've seen them before. We're yeah, but you don't even know, man. Yes, I do. <laughs> just stop.
2: We're very well aware.
1: Well, uh, so let's start talking about our topic, which is Uinta Utah Brewery Extraordinaire. So Uinta is a craft brewery founded in 1993 in Salt Lake City. I want to point out that 1993 does not seem that long ago.
2: But it very much However.
0: Turns out it's quite a bit.
1: Time is a hateful bitch. (laughs) Uh, It's of us all. I
2: didn't realize it was 93. That is...
0: That's a minute, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. The company produces a range of beers, naming them after Utah's cultural and natural icons. You know, where is... uh, Where's your Brigham Young beer, then?
2: Yeah, where's where's our uh, our Scott Johnson beer? I'm a little surprised Happy.
0: that Wasatch doesn't have like something Brigham Young related, just because of the mm-hmm. names of some of their other ones.
1: Right. Uh, as of 2016, Uinta was the 39th largest craft brewery in the country. I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot, but there's a, there's a lot of craft breweries in the country. Yeah. Uh, Uinta Brewing Company began brewing beer in the winter of 1993 in a renovated mechanics garage. Salt Lake City
2: Utah so uh, that's just standard like that's if your brewery started in the 90s at any point it was a converted garage that's yeah. just mm-hmm. how it works go to Asheville. Sierra Nevada yeah go to Asheville uh, most of the breweries there are in converted like, garages yeah. mm-hmm. still
1: still yeah uh, their flagship beer was the cutthroat pale ale named after Utah's state fish. <laughs> Sure. Why does... I would say, why does Utah need a state fish? But... It's Utah. But Utah. Uh, it was followed by King's Peaks Por, Kings Peak Porter. Excuse me. Which is named after Utah's highest peak. And Golden Spike Hefeweizen. Named after the spike. Used to commemorate the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad. Which was completed in Utah. And... Doobie?
0: Do. I don't
1: know. Doob? Say Doobie. This... Named after Utah's centennial star. Sure. It's D U B H E.
0: The H is ruining all of us.
2: <laughs> the H is not silent.
1: <laughs> Doobie. This... I, I don't
2: I, know du- if you got
1: me. I dub he <laughs> Doobie. Yes. Uh, in 2001, U became the first Utah company to be 100% wind powered.
2: What? So we've we've heard a lot about so um well like Sierra Nevada is doing a lot to uh when it comes to green spaces and all that and them they, and, and New Belgium. They recycle a crap ton of the rainwater and everything to use in the brewing yeah. process. And New Belgium uh starts they compost a lot of their spent brewing materials. They
1: take they take like terrible locations and restore them.
2: Yeah. But they like they produce a percentage of their own power. Uinta is completely wind powered.
1: Well, it was in two thousand one. In two thousand one, because it's the company solid. also began installing mm. solar panels on the roof in two thousand eleven. Oh, right, so right. at this point, I guess they can't be a hundred percent wind powered.
2: But still, <laughs> still not. I say yeah. when when we were there, I did not notice uh, wind turbines on the property. Hmm.
1: Good point. Mm. Uh, Their state-of-the-art Belgian uh, Brouken brewing system uh, is designed to brew beer efficiently by cutting down on the wasted time and energy. Uh, Had a flash to an Eagles song. Uh, From capturing and recycling steam uh, from one of the brewing cycles to heat the next batch, donating spent grain to a local rancher, and utilizing centrifuge that filters beer without chemicals, Uenta is always looking for ways to make beer in a way that's better for the planet. Which... Is the thing I love most one? It's one of the things I love most about craft beer. Mm, I also yeah. love the taste and that it gets me drunk. But <laughs> but but if they, you're going to make these choices, yeah, they usually can. They also try to help everything else.
2: Yeah. So I feel like you into story kind of mirrors. Uh, well, it doesn't really mirror, but it just reminds me of like Highlands when we were there in Asheville and got to take that tour because they were the original craft brewery down in Asheville, Hmm. and no one ever talks about how environmentally conscious they are Mm -hmm. until you go there. You don't really, you don't realize it. And it's kind of like with Uinta, you would, you see the National Park stuff blasted all over their can. Like, they released uh, pale or is it pale ale or lager? I can't remember. They released a beer, or they did, for, like, every National Park.
0: Right. I think it was... Hmm, I don't remember. I want to say it was a lawyer, yeah.
2: but there like, They don't. They just don't blast it for you know the world to know. They just like I don't know. These are our business practices. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like anyway, we are awesome.
1: Well, in August 2014, Uinta announced that it had sold a percentage of its company to New York-based private equity firm, the Riverside Company, for an undisclosed amount. Uinta CEO Will Hamill stated that the capital raised would be used to hire new employees and expand beyond the Salt Lake region. Well, it has. It we very much it
2: has. And uh, I will assume since we <clears> – <throat> it says they don't say how much since they are still showing up on the – <laughs> Brewers Association list mm-hmm. of top 50 craft breweries, I will it's assume... not a
1: founder's percentage, at least.
2: Yeah, that percentage is under 20... Was it
1: 25%? 5, I think.
2: Yeah. That, that number
1: 20, is somewhere in here, 24.76%, so. I think. It's... I don't know. Anyway, you went to has seen accelerated growth since 2012, and they have stated they have sold 60,000 barrels of beer in 2013 and 77,000 2014. Uh, and as of March 2015, their beers are sold in 35 states. So,
2: That's most of them. Yeah, uh, when it comes to selling a percentage of your company to expand beyond your state's borders, uh, I think they did pretty good with that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, you can't talk about breweries in Utah with <laughs> without talking about uh, some of these crazy liquor laws. So the liquor laws of Utah regulate the selling and purchasing of alcohol in the United States and the state of Utah are some of the most restrictive in the United States. The Utah Department of Alcohol Beverage... Wait, I feel like it's a typo. I hope it is. Uh, The Utah Department of Alcohol Beverage Communism?
1: (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Uh
2: Consumerism? I don't know. Consumerism
1: would make more sense.
2: UDABC, we'll just use their their acronym here, uh, has regulated the sale of alcoholic beverages since 1935, two years after the end of Prohibition. Uh, Uh, uh,
0: Control. Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control.
2: I'm going to say communism from now on. (laughs) it it just sounds better and hits it a little more on the nose. Uh, Utah is one of 18 control states, meaning the state has a monopoly over the wholesaling and or retailing of some or all categories of alcoholic beverages. Current Utah law sets a limit of 3.2% alcohol by weight, not by volume. Uh, It is 4% by volume, if you're interested there, in beer sold at grocery and convenience stores and at establishments operating under a beer-only type license, uh, such as taverns, beer bars, and some restaurants. Beer over 3.2% by weight, 4% by volume, is available in state liquor stores and package agencies, and at clubs and restaurants licensed to sell liquor.
1: Uh, We have have people from Utah in the chat who are saying the liquor laws suck. (laughs) Yes. We agree.
2: We visited, and yeah, uh, we're going to get to uh, some of the breweries are extremely not happy about it. In commercial facilities, uh, the time at which alcohol may be served is limited, and alcohol may not be sold any later than 1 a.m. under any circumstance. On March 8, 2013, the Utah legislature passed a law allowing restaurant patrons to order alcohol before ordering food after a controversial series of citations was issued to several restaurants, yeah. So, this next one is one of those things that really got stuck in our crawl. Epic Brewery chose to expand in Colorado with a two, two to three million dollar facility instead of Utah due to Utah's constantly changing liquor laws. Who knows? What things they will dream up next to punish an industry that pays millions of millions of taxes in the state? Uh, David Cole said, while he predicts the state laws will eventually change, it's going to change a lot slower than uh, we are as a company. That's Epic. uh, Epic's Utah brewery remains open as their original headquarters location. So we had uh, (laughs) a run in with this because we on a trip. Oh gosh, how long ago was that now? Like, Three or four years when we originally went to yeah. Colorado, and uh, we went to Epic's uh, Denver location, which was magnificent to be there. The fooders out and then it 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 looks great, beer's great, all this. And then we're, when we were going to be in Salt Lake for uh, Nertacular, was like, oh, we all have to go down to the headquarters, like the main place. It's going to be great without really looking it up first. Yeah. And then you get there and realize it's actually just kind of a bottle shop. They have, quote-unquote, the smallest restaurant and tap room in the state. Five
1: seats or something like that?
2: Six seats.
0: Yeah. It was ridiculous either way.
2: It's a token. it's, It's a tasting room, really. But they can't pour you anything unless you are ordering food. And we were just there for, like, two drinks and to move on. Couldn't do that. And besides, if there's only six seats, you can imagine it's filled up always. No standing room, like, six people only. And there's just a bank of coolers with bottles that you can get to go. And we just kind of got mad and left and went to another brewery that was kind of terrible. But it it ignited our love for shuffleboard.
0: Yeah, it, it did. Was, it was
1: okay. It did. Uh it was still it was a yeah, yeah the, 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 the ridiculousness of the we, we keep seeing stories when we're getting ready for the news show, by the way, that do like tend towards Utah eventually making some changes in that law, but it, it's still gonna be forever. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently alcohol is sold in their grocery stores, uh but only beer beverages and liquor is prohibited.
0: That's crazy. It's just, I, d- I don't. Well, uh, well, it looks like Utah is finally going to see stronger beer on grocery store shelves with the passage of Senate Bill 132, uh, which addresses the state's 3.2 beer law. The new law uh, will up the limit to 4% ABW, which then equals 5% ABV. So, basically, Budweiser, um, making it much easier for Utah residents to grab a stronger six-pack. Reports the Utah Public Radio. Um, the bill was introduced due to the declining production of 3.2 beer. Since there are few states left in the country with similar laws, major producers like AB have said they're cutting back on making the low-alcohol beer. Colorado's 3.2 restrictions phased out in January, and Kansas is scheduled to up its ABW limit in April. So, with, which which already happened. should have happened, by yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, so with Utah also primed to axe the 3.2 law, only Minnesota will remain with the uh, Minnesota, yeah. What the heck, guys? Uh, the senator behind the bill, Jerry Stevenson, initially proposed uh, to up the ABW limit to 4.8, but the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints opposed that increase uh, limit according to the Salt Lake Tribune. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's, it's mostly a church thing. That's just a no-no. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, they
1: need church and... As yeah. far as influence but- goes, but
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking on the Utah Booze News podcast, the Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control Executive Director, Sal uh, Patillos said the bill lawmakers passed doesn't allow stores to stock up on heavier brews. Says there's a bit of a technical snag in terms of logistics. The legislature anticipates a flip of the switch. There may be a period of time that some grocery and convenience stores may not have 5.0 beer. Because technically speaking, they can't store it, nor can they sell it until November 1st when the law goes into effect. Uh, So there's that issue out there. Um, Asked if that means some beer brands won't be available for consumers immediately once the law changes, Patelos told their local Fox affiliate, That's what the industry tells us. So beer that still has a higher ABW than 4 or ABB above 5 will continue to be sold at liquor stores... Other states that restrict alcohol sold at grocery and convenience stores, uh, which there are 18 total, have a much higher limit of 12.4 ABV on average. But still, it's yet another step Utah has to take to relax its strict liquor laws. In July 2017, the state also got rid of the Zion Curtain, which Hmm. which we talked about before, which it requires restaurants to conceal the mixing and preparing of drinks behind a physical barrier.
1: I just still like the term "Zion curtain."
0: It's it's weird. I think like it's just okay. That's a thing that you're gonna say. I, I'm I'm still amazed that that was a thing at all. But yeah, it's it, it's mm. gone, which is nice. <laughs> that's
2: one of those really weird things you expect to be like not not in a state, but in like Saudi Arabia.
0: Mm. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say maybe like some some strict county.
2: The women but... and the alcohol must all be veiled. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, (laughs) let's talk about some yeast troubles that Uinta has had. Uh, February
3: cream for that?
1: Well, in February 2019, Uinta issued a voluntary recall of the Uh, following cans and bottles due to the presence of foreign yeast. I mean, Dutch yeast sneaking its way in there. (laughs) Going, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't think of dutch words i really should have picked a, a country i could you know i don't know take the language of Something anyway
2: about waffles and smoking and wooden shoes that's all i got that's, that,
1: that dutch i thought waffles were be belgium but anyway uh it's true waffles okay the <laughs> list of these included uh detour some six-pack cans uh hop notch six-pack cans and bottles Pack it out, 15 pack cans. Cutthroat, 18 pack cans, 12 pack cans, and 6 pack bottles. Golden Spike, 12 pack cans and bottles. Trader, 12 pack and 6 pack cans. Uh, 801 Pilsner, 12 pack cans. Wild, 12 pack cans. Yard Sale, 6 pack can and bottles. 801 Cutthroat Duo, 12 pack cans. And the Winter Sampler, 12-pack bottles so this
2: seems to just be everything they ran during a particular period yeah uh in february or it may have been in january that this was all run and then they discovered the issue and had to recall it
1: yeast got wild uh anyway the company noted got that the wild, yeast
2: wild wild
1: i was gonna say there's some wild and crazy yeasts <laughs> Uh, the company noticed that the yeast uh, could cause a package of uh, package integrity issues over time, and under certain conditions, uh, they also stated that since since its discovery we have taken immediate and comprehensive steps to remove any trace of foreign yeast uh, from further cross-contamination with uh, its house yeast strains. The original source of the foreign yeast is still under investigation, though it's naturally occurring strain that is occasionally used for brewing specific types of styles. There's no food safety risk in the consumption of this beer. Uh, sorry, they're still under investigation. I'm just picturing, like, them putting a, a beer can in a dark room with a <laughs> one light hanging over it, going, "Tell me who it is.
2: This... Answer me."
3: Yeah. <laughs> Where were the drugs going? Where, are Rachel?
2: So maybe I don't. They don't. Do they use White Labs? I don't know. Question uh, marks. Not sure. Because, I don't know if you remember the big scandal with... uh... Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, That was uh, Left Hand, I believe, wasn't
2: it? Left Hand was the one leading charge.
0: So, this happened back in February. I don't remember if that was the same time frame.
1: Left Hand was was way back. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Last year, the year before. Uh, Yeah, yeah. this is definitely this year. The lawsuit was filed last year for the event taking place, like, the previous year, so...
1: Mm-hmm. Well, well as with most recalls, Uinta offered to refund anyone who could prove they purchased one of the listed beers in the time frame that they expected suspected had issues.
2: I wonder how lenient they were with that, even because um, what was it? There was Not, a thing
0: where they had to take a picture for a seat. Like I didn't, I didn't write the full thing out, but it was like they they made sure that like, oh, did you well, did a, you get it from Epic? This was
2: pretty generous uh, because I bought uh, some Big Bad Baptista. Ended up being mm. recalled for similar reasons, and um, it was like the exact lot number and everything. Like, it was a lottery that I lost. Mm. <laughs> I won it and then lost it, so I um, had to dump it. And Ugh. you just had to take a picture of the uh, bottled on and the lot number mm. and email them with that. And they're like, Yeah, then you get to pick. Well, either, yeah, you know, we can't refund you the money because that's technically illegal. <laughs> To be sending you money across state oh, lines, yeah. And we're a company and blah blah blah. So they're like, We'll send you merch or in you know the total of what you spent for the bottle or for what the bottle retailed for, or you can get some of these really cool things that we don't usually sell. Hmm. So I was like, Yeah, give me some of that stuff, and then I think I gave it away.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think I actually ended up with any of that. So, uh, anyway, let's let's learn a little bit more about some 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 raw numbers. Give me numbers.
2: You want some numbers? I got the Not rawest it. numbers. Oh man, oh. someone's someone's got to get some cream on these numbers. They're so raw. So, the <laughs> the brewery's overall score on uh, Beer <laughs> Advocate is a uh, three point six six out of five, and uh, on Untapped they got a three point six four out of five. So, so, middle pretty, of the road. Pretty close, yeah. Uh, A little
0: above
1: average. C+. Plus.
2: 287 beers listed on Untapped with 1.36 million check-ins mm-hmm. uh, over that now because I checked in my beer. <laughs> uh, top 10 top ten beers from Untapped. So, I did, it, it's exactly what you think it is. It's all yeah. the beers you've seen before. Hopnosh Nosh, uh, Detour, Double IPA. Baba Organic Black Lager, uh, the Doob, that we however you say that, you yeah. say it, we can't pronounce. Doobie. <laughs> Us uh, damn Midwesterners, unable to pronounce it. Uh, that Imperial Black Pumpkin, Tangerine Hop Nosh, uh, Wild Simcoe Session Ale, uh, Ready Set Gosa, Lime Pilsner, Pale Ale, you know, the Cutthroat
0: And And that's just the top ten. Yeah,
2: that's that's the top ten. Those are the ones you've always seen. Of which, uh, I saw one of those went out purchasing beer for this episode. Could not find anything. I was upset at my selection.
1: I had like three different cans I could choose from.
2: Well, Maybe four. I had piss poor selection. And what I did have, I didn't know until after I bought it, is all past its best buy.
1: Best before... So is mine.
2: <laughs> okay, then.
1: Mine's mine's two days, though. Oh, that's not like that. bad. Uh, four days. Four days. It's 29th. Ours, Best ours buy, is like 10.
2: Ours is 10 days. So as of 2018, Uinta was at number 42 on the top 50 list of craft brewing companies by the American Homebrew Association. In June 2018, uh, Uinta celebrated its 25th anniversary. <coughs> now filled collaborations and experimental things that they've had going on. So this is one I was about to buy. I wish I had. Uh, So Test Phase IPA. It's a limited release. Two years ago, Uinta had the unique opportunity to contract a single plot of an experimental hop variety known only as HBC-692. This batch of hops was recently harvested, and they note that uh, they're proud to share 692's unique qualities with you In this fourth Crooked Line series, or Crooked Crooked Line, Crooked Line, Crooked Line release, based on a New England style hazy IPA, because everyone's doing it, the hop variety uh, presents outstanding aroma and flavor with tropical and citrus notes in the foray to punctuate the smooth creaminess of the body. 20 IBUs, 6.5% ABV. A 3.75 out of 5. That actually kind of led me when making my decision I was going to purchase, because my choices were between what we're drinking, that, and Baba. I knew I wasn't Mm. drinking Baba, because I know I don't like it. Mm. I I decided I looked at the untapped scores, and what we're drinking had a higher score, I said, alright, it's that.
1: Mm. Fair enough.
2: So, uh, another... Collab that they've had going on is their single barrel experimental IPA Galaxy and Chinook hops single barrel Crowler series. Uh, no IBUs listed, 7% ABV. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So this is a Crowler That's series, tra- and they're doing mm-hmm. the Crowlers at 7% ABV, <coughs> meaning you have to go to the brewery to get it. I, it was yes. on
0: untapped, so I just put it on there. <laughs>
2: So I remember when we were at the brewery, there were a lot of weird things going on, because they do serve beers over 4%. They they can't do it from the tap. Yeah, they have neat ways around things there. They would crack you open a bottle. Which was extreme to pour you an 8-ounce glass. They didn't make you buy the bottle and then provide you with glasses, which is the way most places do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could just get a pour from that bottle that they had to open, and then if you don't want another pour... They're out the rest of the bottle. They'll just have to dump it or try and recarb it if it goes flat. like I don't know I'm sure someone on
1: staff would bite that bullet and drink it <laughs> yeah and <laughs> the
2: they kitchen. and they
0: were pushing them hard too. I remember the like the lady who was um serving us because we were you know we were there to eat and I mean, obviously try stuff too. but um, she was like, no, no, here, you want to try this one? You want to try this one? And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, they would do.
2: They'd let you try samples, and it's like, you have to open a full bottle just to give us a sample. But it is a really neat brewery to go and visit. The restaurant is uh, farmhouse-themed, and mm-hmm. uh, some of the more unique bathrooms I've seen, actually, <laughs> uh, as in the men's and women's bathrooms share a sink area. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot one, about that. Oh. One big bank of sinks, where it's like one giant sink with uh, like four or five sinks at the same trough. But it's the men's and women's restrooms both are right there, so there are no, huh? No sinks in the actual bathroom. I don't it's remember that big communal area when you come out. Weird. Uh,
1: yeah, the the I remember like it it, it is kind of like just a gorgeous place oh, yeah. Like oh, you yeah. go in there and it just, it just looked like, Oh, this is beautiful and inviting. Let's go in.
0: And the food uh, was really good too.
1: Food was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, could have been that we've been
2: stuck on a plane all day.
1: <laughs> also true. I mean, there, there, there may have been some, like it was the first beer we had since we drunkenly got on the plane that morning because I was still drunk from the night before. If because I recall we, that trip, right. We
2: decided to drink our way through the entire, uh,
1: Drink around the world
2: from the uh, yeah. Dogfish Head, <laughs> Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada. Yeah, sir Yes. Beer camp around the world. Yeah. We decided to drink that whole thing, which was delicious, and then, yeah, we have time to drink that and then go to bed and nope, get up and get on a plane. Yeah, that get was, up
1: get up in four hours and get on a plane.
2: That didn't that didn't work yeah,
1: out. Nothing quite like hitting a getting a hangover at ten thousand feet, <laughs> or however many thousand feet. Just oh.
2: That's- there went all the oxygen. There's my headache. Huh.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but Uinta was a nice nice stop once we got off. It was probably my favorite place we stopped at when we were in Utah.
2: I, I really wish we'd had time for a tour. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, my, that's my regret. Anytime I go to a brewery, I don't take a tour. If they offer it and I don't get to take it, I'm always kind of like,
2: Well, guess mm-hmm. what? If you go to New Jersey and you go to a brewery <laughs> more than once. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's true. It's true. It's from the news episode a couple weeks back um, or last I, week. I forget.
0: I mean, yeah, it was one of the greatest places. Like, I, I still, aside from the weird epic experience, I liked everywhere that we went. Even though that one yeah, place, I, the one place was like, yeah, it was like cocktails. I guess like beer cocktails, but
1: it, they had they had some beer. It, but it, it, it was the was
0: shuffleboard experience. That was, I mean, that was just fun.
1: Yeah. No, it it was still a fun a fun time had been had. It was just. Of the breweries I went to, Uinta was the one that I think made the most like yeah. mark on me. Like that, I can remember generally that that whole area.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, there's only two nationally distributed breweries in Salt Lake, and it's Epic and Uinta.
0: Yeah, and then because then, otherwise you have the Squatters for Wasatch.
2: Yeah, but that's yeah, that's so. If you're in Salt Lake, you're you're going to Squatters. Yeah. Let's face facts. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh-uh. but it was but yeah, uh you know, when I get you into beer here, there's by and large I feel like I usually enjoy it. There may be a couple off ones every so often, but
2: Well, speaking of the ones we can get here, let's go mm. on in to what we're drinking. Drink with me, friend. All right.
0: Well, we are mm. drinking the same thing because well, the two of us. Uh, because we had to get a pack
2: rather than any no, singles. No <laughs> singles, and there were only three different ones that they had in six packs. They that was had... part of
1: my reasoning for why I got what I got, because I knew I kind of liked this.
2: Mm. The, I, there were what no you, other... There was only packs. What yeah. you were getting is what I wanted to get. Mm. I was like, mm, I'm going to get me a single of that, and then whatever else they have I'll get for Brittany. Nay, nay. All they had were six packs of the test phase... Uh, six packs of Baba and six packs of Clear Days, which uh, for some reason I thought was going to be a New England, but it hmm. obviously is not and states that it is not. Uh, this is obviously from Uinta this is a, uh, well, the reason I probably thought this because it says Juicy IPA, but...
1: Uh, Juicy doesn't mean New England. Yeah.
2: Bracketed Haze Free. Yeah,
0: that is from their website. It says Haze Free.
1: Now with no haze. Yeah. Oh, so, okay,
2: uh, it's a six percent ABV. Uh, what you see, <laughs> through, what you get. Yeah, what you see through isn't always what you get in this mirage of juicy IPA. Clear Days is clearly haze-free, but loaded with massive hop aromatics, including pineapple, mango, and passion fruit, all leading to a silky, soft mouthfeel and lingering sweet finish. 40 IBUs, uh, used malts were two row oats, C40 hops were Citra El Dorado Mosaic Galaxy. Some probably the tastiest hops around, Mm. uh, score on, I'm guessing Uh, it was untapped. Sorry. Oh, untapped 3.7 out of five. And, um, and what are your thoughts? My thoughts are it might be better fresh. <laughs>
1: Probably. It's usually the rule with that. Yeah, ours anymore. is uh,
0: 10 days old. Um, but No, 10 days past. 10
2: days the, past. This,
0: so, yeah. Uh, past the
2: enjoy by. Um, I get, like well, you get a, a citrus fruit character. You, you can't...
0: I can, can taste the passion fruit, actually.
2: I can't really... Maybe grapefruit. Maybe. But otherwise, I'm like, it's a, if there's some citrus in there...
0: Yeah, it's, it's it just tastes like a standard... It doesn't,
2: it doesn't taste like hop citrus, though. No. not at all, it, it tastes like uh, citrus extract that was added to give it that mm. flavor. I honestly don't taste any hops. Like, the, there's nary a hop to be found in this.
0: And then, mm. like, when I first it's poured probably it... A,
1: it's probably an ad- artifact of that being old, because I feel like some of that's probably fallen out by now. Uh, not, not a lot of it, but it's probably starting to fall.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah. uh, when I first poured it, I, it smelled like soap to me.
2: <laughs> kind of. So. Um. If there's yeah. no malt to be found, I mean, in IPAs, you're not going to find a whole lot, but you are going to find some kind of malt character. There's just there, it's kind of watery.
0: Yeah, and and again, we got we're we're a little ruined here because of the whole age thing. Like, yeah, I'm sure if it was fresh, it would be an issue.
1: It it they are they're all in cans, so that yes. that yeah. helps some.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, you know, you're you're going to lose a little bit less, I think, from here. But then again, that may be why they're the, the enjoy by dates the date it is. They could yeah. have made that, you know, 7 years ago.
0: That's, <laughs> it's not true. But yeah, <laughs> I get your point.
2: <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe so, yeah. you find a fresher one, maybe you'll enjoy it more.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's difficult finding a fresh one though this far. Yeah, far I
2: feel like that. That just may be. A, if you're in Utah, fact. yeah, go.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I had uh, a Hopnosh.
2: Ah, the old standby. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what they, I their, wanted. Their American IPA. Oh, oh, go ahead.
2: I was just saying that's what I wanted to find.
1: Yeah, I had an option of this or the Hopnosh Tangerine, and a third you went to beer that I didn't want. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, "It's ninety degrees outside. I don't want this dark concoction." Oh, it's probably I,
0: their uh, the sea legs, maybe.
1: Maybe I, I don't recall exactly, but mm. uh, but yeah, an uh, American IPA comes in at seven point three percent ABV, which wow, yeah, that's American eight That's American uh, IPA territory there.
0: I didn't, I didn't realize it was that high, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, And their description for it says, our flagship IPA boasts an assertive bitterness and a vibrant hop aromatics. Expect notes of pine, lime zest, grapefruit, uh, supported by caramel balts. And uh, uh, Beer Advocate gives it a score of uh, 4.02 out of 5.
2: Not bad. Pretty high.
1: And this being only a few days old is still, you know, a few days past its, its enjoy by, still pretty good. Um, there was one thought I had while drinking it though, was that it feels, feels like trying to do a hop slam.
2: Really? Ah.
1: Like the color, is kind of like what hop slam is.
0: The description does kind of sound like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Hop slam's got a bit more, um... Like like a honey maybe yeah. or a, yeah, no,
2: it has honey in it's, it. Yeah.
1: yeah, like I said, it's, it's a bit sweeter, but it felt like they were trying to go. This one's a little bit sweeter than I would expect for most usual IPAs, and it's a. Uh, but it is it is still still fairly better. Um, I don't get any really much much lime, but I do get some pine out of it. and it's, and, I, and and those caramel malts. Mm. Uh, so this. This has been pretty pretty enjoyable to get through the episode with I, you know it, I wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers
2: love Honosh like again that's what I wanted to find couldn't find it period
0: and it's, it's...
1: i I could only find it in six packs, but I was like, well, if I have to yeah. on the bright side, I've got you know I know these have to go soon, so I've decided what I'm drinking for the next few days
0: <laughs> fair enough and, and it's 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 you know lovely weather for it. Uh,
2: yes, the uh, the mid nineties, quite quite the perfect weather for a nice cold IPA.
0: I remember the hop nosh being good, and it, it's odd because I also remember the variants not being good. Like for so, some reason, the spe- specifically when they did the grapefruit hop nosh, I was not a fan.
2: It seems with uh, Uinta because they, it's kind of like Ballast Point where it's mm. just like flavor the one beer with all the things. Yeah, and that with hop nosh, the just like it is with Sculpin the base beer is fantastic. It's a standout, almost a like poster for the category, but all the variants are terrible and clearly done with chemical flavorings.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they're, they're trying to get it in without messing with the recipe too much,
0: but yeah. Yeah. But it's better if they they can do flavors. Okay. But it's better when they do it just like a a new, like its own thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Like for a, I was gonna mention I can't remember the name of it now, but it's it was their um it was a, far, a cucumber farmhouse ale. And I I really liked that one. Couldn't I yeah. still can't remember the name. But uh that like so when they do like flavors like that and stuff when it's just its original drink, fine, totally good. So I don't know. I, I don't know what their what the, the issue is there. Eight oh
2: one coffee pilsner was really good. Oh, was, see, I don't remember so, that. That was a brewery-only one. I remember I bought a bottle and brought it
0: home. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So,
1: so there is one thing I want to mention, and I I want to see if I'm just being crazy and if just, like, my brain making weird associations. Does the font and some of the album, uh, the album, mm-hmm. uh, uh, can, can art. art or bottle art uh, remind you a little bit of the shoots?
2: Completely. Uh, huh. Not anymore. Like, if you've seen the not new Deschutes as... labels, like, they completely changed yeah. it. But, but it, like, it does, when I
1: think classic Deschutes... Yeah.
2: It is reminiscent, and that may be something they were going for.
0: Huh.
2: Maybe. Or, actually, would uh, Deschutes have been going for their logo? Oh. How old is Deschutes? Uh,
1: I don't remember. It's older than the ladders, but only just... We,
2: we've not done a Deschutes episode. Perhaps we, we should. Well, we have not. Huh. We've talked enough about them.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm just like, God, haven't we done we, 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 we...
1: No one wants to hear the number of jokes oh, that I would right. make. Yeah, uh,
0: nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, so they're older. So yeah, no, it'd be okay. Ugh. Okay, and maybe maybe <laughs> that's
1: yeah, maybe it's just the, 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 the I don't Maybe know.
0: it's just that um that region mountain <laughs> style <laughs> the the mountain like this is the font that we use. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, New Belgium doesn't, but man. <laughs> anyway. I think that. Any other final thoughts about uh, about uh, Uinta before we, uh, we close out?
2: Crushing on them for a long time. Wish I could find more of their stuff. It's like them and Long Trail. I'm always hmm. trying to find their stuff, and I can never find a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Their
0: stuff's good, um, with, the, with just a few exceptions. So I mean, I I, I think it's a good. Um, I don't. I haven't seen them. I don't know if they exist, but like, or, or if. If they, there just aren't very many, but if you can find, like, a variety pack from Uinta, that would be perfect. I don't
1: think they have one.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I, I can't remember. They may have
1: one, but they may not have it out here. Yeah,
0: they don't have it. True. Either. But, yeah. Well, so, don't forget,
1: everybody, you can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also follow us at haveadrinkshow on social media and twitch.tv. Uh, and you can also tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address, feedback at com, or you can use the feedback page on the website. I tried reading it directly from it this time, rather than staring off into the distance.
2: <laughs> I'm just hoping for the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I always do. But hey guys, all joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. Yes.
0: Well, you can check us out again next weekend for our next live episode. And remember to check out patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. Once
2: again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
1: I'm Justin Fraser.
2: And I'm Christopher Walker. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.